Story 1. Ghost in the house. I'm not too sure how to get this started lso fuck it let's begin. When I was little, my family and I lived in this small house on the outskirts of Houston. The way the house was laid out was you would walk in from the front door and to your left was the kitchen and breakfast nook, forward was the living room with the dining area behind it and to your right was a long hallway that lead to my two brothers room, my parents room and my room. My mom raised us Catholic and blessed our house regularly and my dad as well was very superstitious. The house itself was somewhat old, being built in like the 60s or 70s. Anyways, my first experience in the house happened when I was around maybe 5 or 6. Since I was born, I always had my own room and my two brothers shared a room which was right next to mine. One night I woke up needing to pee really bad, the bathroom was located right in the center of the long ass hallway. It was in the middle of the night so the hallway was pitch black. The only light source was my series of nightlights. I stood at the end of the hallway staring towards the living room. I remember a feeling of intense fear and seeing a tall dark figure crouch down and move towards me. I screamed, waking literally every person in the house. That night and about a year after, I always slept in my parents' room. As the years went by, my older brother and I started experiencing things that no one else, except our family dog, seemed to notice. It was always little things, doors would open and slam shut, TV would turn off and on and we could hear walking in the attic. My dad would try to explain to us that the footsteps in the attic were from raccoons. Being kids, we believed it was raccoons cause why would dad lie about it. Found out years later, he only told us that to keep us and himself from getting scared. So one day, my mom and dad were at work leaving my two big brothers and myself alone in the house. My brothers were outside playing basketball and I was inside watching TV. I was about 8 or 9 at the time. The TV randomly switched to the static channel. I flipped the channel back to what I was watching, ignoring the sudden creep of fear crawling up my spine. The TV switched back again and I turned it off. From where I was sitting, I could almost see the end of the hallway and felt that something was there, in my brother's room. I got up and walked to the hallway and stared down at my brother's door. The door knob turned and I froze. I was the only one inside the house, yet I felt I wasn't alone. The door cracked open and when it did, it felt like the hallway darkened. I bolted outside to get my brothers. I told them what happened and when they went inside to check it out, I remember both of them running out and telling me that we're going to play basketball until our parents got home. About a year later was the scariest moment shared by my brother and I, we had a sudden falling out with my dad's side of the family. My grandma was sick and dying at the time which was causing a lot of animosity in my family. One night, I couldn't sleep, I kept seeing a creepy face in my closet which was keeping me from being able to turn the light off and go to sleep. I had this sudden feeling that I needed to look outside. I slept under a window that overlooked the backyard, my brother had the same window in their room. I sum up all my courage and glance out the window. It was in the middle of the night and the backyard was lit only by moonlight, however we had a yellow slide that stuck out even in the darkness. I stared out for a little bit until I noticed something sitting on the slide. 
the figure on the slide had its knees drawn up with its arms wrapped around its legs, long bird-like wings and a long beak. The figure was so dark, so pitch black, it stood out even in the darkened backyard. The thing opened its eyes, which were blood-red and lifted its head quickly to stare at the window next to mine, where my brother was, and after about a minute, it slowly turned to stare at my window. When it did, it felt like a sharp icicle went through my soul. I screamed for my dad. He went outside to look and nothing was there. That morning my dad got the call that my grandma had passed away in the night. After that day, things on my dad's side went from bad to ugly. Old, horrible secrets came out and my brother started to act out while I became more timid and sleep-deprived. It wasn't until years later when we had moved to another house and were practically grown that we spoke about that night. We were smoking a blunt talking about scary things that happened in our old house, like my dad would wake up to something standing over him a lot and we would hear things in the attic, spooky shit. I told him about the demon bird thing and he turned super pale. He explained in detail what the creature looked like. Things that I never told my parents. It clicked to me that whatever that thing was, made direct eye contact with my brother and when it turned to stare at me, I screamed. My other brother tried to tell us that we were just fucked up and watched too many scary stories, but I know what I saw, he saw too. I haven't had too many paranormal encounters after that, just a few here and there, but I'll always think back to that one night. That one scary ass night. I still wonder, nearly 20 years have passed since I saw that creature, what it was and why it was in our backyard. Story 2. Doppelganger the girl in the kitchen in the house in the corner. Haunted house or sleep paralysis. Experience. My house was being renovated to be sold and in the meantime my mother rented a house nearby my high school. The house was a white weatherboard house, had terrible carpet, seemed to always have slugs and just felt old. I am not certain if the house was haunted but I had some experiences that I didn't otherwise experience prior to moving into the rental. Now before proceeding, I do sporadically experience sleep paralysis and I have slept walk once that I know of. The doppelganger at the rental. One evening, I was in the bathroom straightening my hair. I left the bathroom to make my way down the hallway to the lounge room. Between the lounge room and bathroom is the kitchen on the right-hand side. When I passed the kitchen I saw my sister Ten, standing just behind the boundary of where the kitchen meets the hallway. She was standing in the dark. My sister looked a bit off-color, almost gray, and her face was not visible even though she was immediately in front of me. I asked my sister what she's doing standing in the dark. I got no response, even after calling out her name, I didn't think too much of it but I do recall seeing her blue dress as extra vibrant and the kitchen impossibly dark. I shrugged my shoulders and walked down the hall into the lounge room. As I was walking into the brightly lit lounge room, my sister was on the couch jumping up and down. It took me a whole five seconds to realize what just happened. I was not talking to my sister in the kitchen. There was no way my sister was just in the kitchen, ran past me down the hallway without me seeing her in 10 seconds and then proceeded to jump on the couch. I was in shock but I asked my sister how she got to the couch so quick. She seemed genuinely confused, she was on the couch the whole time. The girl by the door. This experience may possibly have been sleep paralysis.
I'm not certain why but I was sleeping next to my mum this evening on the left hand side. I guess I always felt uneasy in the rental. Anyway, on this evening, I was fast asleep and had an unusual dream. In my dream the bedroom door was open and standing in the dark of the hallway was a girl with dark shoulder-length hair and a white dress. The girl met my gaze and stared at me with an expressionless face. She took a step towards the bedroom door and as she took a step, ended back where she started. Imagine a scene replaying of a person walking towards you but for that scene to start over but each replay the person gets closer. I was paralyzed with fear and could only watch as each time she took a step, she'd end up back where she started. With each step, she got closer to the bedroom. This continued until she was in the room and then her movement changed. She started to move towards me, and she appeared to be darting back and forward, frantically inching closer to me. Her expression changed with her eyes wide as she stood beside me. She glared at me and abruptly grabbed me. I woke up. It was a dream. I looked over the bedroom door in relief. It was closed. But not too soon after, the door opens and the girl is there again, they're in the hallway. She immediately starts darting back and forward and lunges at me. I wake up. Look at the door, this time she's in the room already, darts straight towards me and lunges at me again. Wake up and straight away she darts and lunges at me. This happens about six times, each time more closer, more frantically and more aggressively. The last time I wake up for real, in the sat up position as if I was grabbed and woke up during the attack. My breathing was heavy, my mum who woke up said I was having a nightmare. These two experience make me believe that the rental had something freaky going on and possibly, the girl by the door and the doppelganger are the same entity. Anyone else experience something similar? Do we think it's sleep paralysis? I reckon the dream of the girl was sleep paralysis but the doppelganger is harder to rationalize. Edit, I forgot to mention that I was looking at my sister, and she didn't not move or make a sound. I went to reach out to my sister cause she was ignoring me but I suddenly stopped without a second and thought to myself that she's being weird. What do you guys reckoned would have happened if I did reach out and touch my sister? Question, anyone have a theory on the slugs? There were only ever on the carpet in the hallway. Story 3. Ghost of Christmas Past. A haunted hotel stay right after the holidays. My family, me, my husband, my daughter who just turned a year old, went to a spa, hotel right after Christmas, 2018, that was supposedly haunted. They even offer ghost tours and ghost packages. I think that sort of thing is fun, but it seemed like a way for the hotel to make extra money, and did not think that it was really haunted. I went to high school in Colorado, and we visited the Stanley Hotel, etc. and I don't mind spooky stuff at all. Anyway, this hotel is located in a small town with hot springs that was built upon because the water supposedly had healing and medicinal properties. There's not a ton to do there, and the town itself was kind of sad and worn down. We went through the town museum that showed the history of the town, bathhouses and got lunch. When we got back to our hotel, we were down the hall, and could hear a radio blasting. It was distorted it was so loud, and as we got closer, it was not just on one channel, it was scanning through different stations. As we stood outside our door to unlock it we realized the blasting radio was coming from our room. 
The maid had come in before we left for lunch, so no one should have been in there. Aside, my dad works for hotels, and there are a couple of things I always do because I'm so used to staying in them, one of which being to turn off the alarm when you arrive, in case the previous occupant said it. We wanted to sleep in, and that was one of our main goals for the trip. My daughter, who used to be a great sleeper, did a good job sleeping the first night. The second night, she was screaming like something was really wrong. She pulled herself up in her pack and play and was jumping up and down and red-faced, like she was desperate to get out. I could not get her to calm down. I know she was a baby and it was a new place, but this was unusual. I held her and took her to bed with us, but she, like, clung to me all night. Last thing, my husband got me a massage as a Christmas gift, so I went down to the grotto area while he took my daughter to the pool. In the waiting area, they were very serious about no talking, no noise, no phones, etc. It is a nice spa, and the massage was expensive, not a kind of place where they would pull stunts. The therapist took me to my room when it was my turn. She set up a few things and turned on the relaxing music, think, ocean waves, etc. Told me to get undressed and lay on my stomach and she'd be right back. I got undressed and got under the sheet and was waiting for her to come back. All of a sudden, the music turned to FM radio and got really loud and was searching through a bunch of channels. The therapist knocked and came in. She walked right over to the radio and said, like it happened all the time, the ghosts have been messing with this all day, and then got back to work business as unusual. I wish I took a ghost tour so I knew more. I thought it was hokey and a marketing ploy, but this hotel was definitely haunted. I kind of want to go back to see if it was a one-time thing, but part of me is genuinely freaked out and wants to stay away. Story 4. Great aunt and great grandma used to be my little girl's imaginary friends. Experience. This happened a few years ago but today my daughter made mention of something that chilled me and reminded me of that. My great-grandma was widowed at a very young age. She was left with two little girls and she rented a house that over time the kind family that rented her told her she would not be paying rent anymore but that the payments now would be against the house, same amount and all. GGMA Quito, that was her nickname, taught her daughters and they became the most sought-after dressmakers of the town. When I got married my father lent us that very house, and my middle child used to play and laugh and chat by herself. While on rest after my C-section we slept in the room where my Aunt Margarita and my Nina Quito used to sleep. And when she grew up she loved to play in that room. One day when she was about four years old I asked her who was she talking to and she responded. Oh with my friend. Me that's nice dear. D she used to live here you know. Me, stopped washing the dishes beg your pardon. D yeah, she did. Me um, what's your friend's name? Can you ask her? D oh I don't need to. She's Margarita and sometimes Mary comes to play too, if she's not too busy. Mary is the name of my great grandma. There's no way she could have known it. Nor of my great aunt Margarita, who passed away about three weeks after she was born. She had become very interested in visiting the graveyard, almost like an obsession. And one day we took them there, showed them where our relatives had been buried and that was the end of her interest. We thought she had perhaps found it boring. Now we have moved to another house but still kept some stuff in the old house. 
dad is going to rent it and I mentioned it to my husband because that meant we have to clear it. D, now 12, good thing Margarita and Mary left then. Me and husband, looked at each other and then to D. Me, what do you mean? D.O. they wanted us to visit their graves and while there they said their goodbyes. They didn't come back home with us. Me did, did they ask you to visit them? D. yeah, they wanted me to take them there. Your grandma was waiting for them. They all wanted to leave together. T.L.D.R., my daughter took our ancestors to the graveyard so they could leave. Also more ancestors were waiting for them.